22's over the hill, mate. So Nobody cares when you turn 22. But I think Nobody I, I cares. believed you, I think, until I was 24. And I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is actually the best age ever. And I need to really enjoy it. 27 was the best age ever. Oh, mate, my 27, 28 was the best. Easily. Zero fucks. I was fit as. I was just doing good things. You start to know yourself a bit more. Yep. You're confident with the with the ladies, so you're basically an unstoppable force at that age, in a lot of ways. Still dumb as dog shit, but still. <laughs> <laughs> now that was my best, mate. I've just um. So oh, we're in Sydney. Right? We're in Sydney on the couch. This is at your new pad. I flew in from New Zealand today, and uh, went for a little push bike ride just to get acquainted with the suburbs. Yep. But. Uh, it's quite sunny. It definitely got sunburnt. This nice. is the first episode, and this is episode 17. This is the first episode that you and I have been together at my house. Yeah. Somewhere. Your place. Because you never came to Melbourne. Mate, you were getting work scams to yeah, Perth. No, I'm not, I'm not having a go at you. I'm just saying you never came to Melbourne. <laughs> you never came to see yeah, me. You never came to see me. I would keep coming over to WA, and it's a long flight, you know, and I always come over there, and uh, we always do the podcast. <laughs> No, but it is first one, and I didn't think of it. So, and Sydney, Hosting. here we are, in the Coogee Studio. The Coogee Studios. It's very nice, might I say. I like the little strip. I actually, I getting it off the plane, in the Uber, and a little bit of anxiety about the just Sydney traffic. Oh. Scarred. I was like, oh, this is a bit shit. I even said it to you, but you know what? I had a good time. It's twenty five degrees. It's nice. There's there's good stuff going on. There's. Uh, it's a really cool spot. Like it's not, and I think maybe also I've just been checking out New Zealand chicks for yeah. two and a half weeks as well. So fucking, it's a big step up in. Um, well, so you've told me, there is a lot of like, um, like Bondi especially. It's like it's the, it's the probably the hot chick capital, of Australia, right? And influencer central influencer central it's full this on. whole strip so from Coogee I went past there to I ran out of beaches it was just sort of cliffs I was like alright better turn around yeah no there's nothing after Bondi yeah I found that out I went in a fair way past unless you go into the um, into the bay yeah then there's some beaches there but yeah it's it well you and Changu is similar it's, they're not I don't know there's, there's definitely tell us about the women in New Zealand to be brutally honest, I don't think I saw anything over a seven. <laughs> that, with a Kiwi accent. Is so you'd, you'd see, like, the Kiwis... Look, Kiwi birds, they're just... When you compare them to where you live, not quite on point. And then when you do see a hot one, you're like, ooh, this chick's quite attractive. And then as they get closer, they'll be like, Hello! And you're like, oh, right, fucking, yep, she's clearly not a Kiwi. You've just come all over yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm taking a photo. What is it? You've just um, opened a beer. I've just, we're taking a Cooper's Red, a Cooper's Sparkling Ale off the wood, and this one's a boy, and I've just spooched all over myself. It's like all over your pants, right over the crotch. You know what? I reckon I love New Zealand, and I love 
the people over there and I love the music they listen to. But it's a smaller gene pool. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but they're compared to the chicks in Perth and Australia in general, not as attractive in New Zealand. And do you th- and then uh, they weren't interested in you either by the sounds of it? Hundred percent, hundred percent. What's the well, the opposite? Zero percent strike rate slash. There was no, not even any participation. There wasn't on the agenda. Like we were just uh, there to. Yeah, you're there to adventure. This is the Adventure Time episode. We're going to talk about adventures. Before we do, so I think we go back to episode, is it two or three? Episode three, you went down to Margaret River and caught up with Marty Littlewood, who's a surfboard shaper from down there. Uh, I I still haven't met him, but I'd like to. Now, his wife is a, what what would you call her? She's, uh, she speaks to... She has, she talks to mediums or something. She, she, she's she a bit of a savant. The, she's a bit, no, not a savant. She, she's a bit special. She's a... She, <laughs> she can see the future. She she reads your future. And so after you spoke to Marty, and this isn't on the podcast, but it should be. She told you a few things about you that were quite on point, would yeah. you say? Yeah, and was freakily on point. Freakily she on point. She does this thing. She just sort of co- like interrupts and says... She's like, you've got oh. an erection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, that was obvious. But what you know, like she'll say something, and you're like, oh, okay. And she just goes off on this tangent and asks you questions. She's like, what are you doing this year? What, what's this? And asked me these things, and she kind of picked a few things that were happening in my life without having. I hadn't seen Diane in a couple of years, and I was like, well, all right, yep. What's going on here? And then yeah, she told me. Yeah. So what? So she said. After, it's weird that so people can't actually do that and they exist and they're very perceptive and whether they're perceptive or whether they're tapped into something that we don't understand or just tapped in general they're tapped look I like, to, I like to think that there's people out there that are tapped into some, yeah. some frequencies out there and maybe she is but what did she say she said that on September 5th this year so this was back in Jan or something it's yeah, irrelevant. Just, just 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 before New Year's. Just before New Year's last year, she said it's September fifth. You're going to meet the love of your life. So you're going to meet someone. It's going to change your life. You're going to meet her. She's she roughly described this person, and then she said this September definitely September fifth. Like it's going to happen. So I was like, all right, that's the lock in. That's a date. Sweet. We'll see what <laughs> happens. I don't know where I'm going to be. That's nine months from the date don't know where I was going to be at the time and then on the podcast we brought this up and I listened to it back because I was like I'm trying to I couldn't remember the exact details of the person I was like did we talk about it I listened back and and I said my response was like fuck oh one of us said should book a holiday yeah and I and you said Brazil yeah I was like yeah definitely not New Zealand (laughs) go to Brazil or France or somewhere where it's you know where it's abundance of hot chicks (laughs) give yourself a chance and I said yeah yeah that's a good idea definitely not New Zealand and then (laughs) looking back the day I flew into New Zealand coincidentally completely forgotten about it September 5th was my flights to New Zealand what the fuck all right done exactly talk to us let's go because look you might not know yet you might not come to realise. So, talk us through September 5th. That, is that the day you flew to New Zealand? Yep. So, at the airport. Early flight. First of all, the reason not, not to fly to New Zealand, um, generally not known for attractive girls. That's fine. So, There's you other say. categories for wife. So Except for Virginia. Opinion. Watson. Shout out. Hey, yep. hey V-Dog. Shout out to V-Dog. Yep. Um, and uh, secondly, 
flying against the time zone, I've shortened the day by four hours. So less chance to find a love of your life. That's fucking ridic- that's ridiculous. Behavior. But it doesn't have to be New Zealand. So you left September 5th. In so Perth, anything happened? Yeah, you ran yeah, into anyone? Yeah, so I get, so I always book. I'll, I choose my seat back of the plane. I'm always I'm first back of the plane, the fir- so you can smell right the down the back, smell the toilets. I just like the back, the back row or the second back row. Safest anyway, place to be. I'll roll up to check in, as happens to me quite often. I swear I'm marked, I reckon, in airports because I get upgraded all the time to the exit seats. Just without, I don't know why I get over three out of my four flights I've taken, I've been upgraded to an so exit. So who seat. upgraded you? Because I'm just trying to. The checkout, the checkout bird. The checkout bird. Yeah. And did you ask for her phone number or talk no, to her? No, no, just said thank you, smiled, the usual. All right, got well upgraded. So she's changed my seats on the two flights coming up. And I was like, oh, it's fucking happening. I was like, this is it. It's happening. Yep. And then I roll down first flight, get down to my seat, and there's a girl sitting there already. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. She's a Indian, Indian descent. Lady, quite attractive, quite the attractive. Um, Probably cook some mean curry. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, why uh, wouldn't she? Anyway, her mum was sitting in the seat in front of us uh, okay. and they insisted on talking constantly. And I was like, well, this is fine. We'll just get it all out of the way. I'll meet mum yep. at the same so, time. Oh, perfect. perfect. I was like, this isn't going to go too bad. No one else in our row. So just the two of us in a three seat row. Do you have a seat in between? Seat in between. Yeah. I moved over, obviously, to sit next to her. Smart, <laughs> not awkward at all. <laughs> Massive ring on the finger. Okay, so, so I was like, she was married. Yeah, married. But it's early. This is early flight. So it's an early flight. It's do you an fly early day. direct to New Zealand or Brisbane? Straight into Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane, Brisbane. Yeah, yeah I was like, here we go. There's women in Brisbane. There's women in Brisbane. <laughs> uh, get to Brisbane. I was like, all right, find that you got to do the international transfer I had flashbacks from that time we went to the states where yeah, we you were fucking change. wasted and had to figure out how to get to the other airport that's another story oh my god that was an absolute nightmare I was like almost started shaking thinking about that anyway I get to the other airport I was like international airport there'll be people hanging out you know waiting for their flights pretty much closed yep midday all the places closed was there a cleaner there around was no, there was no I was someone walking, working around, at the Starbucks sit down went for a walk went hunting Caught up with a friend of mine, had a beer. She's, um, won't, won't say her name, she's pregnant with twins, which is exciting. She just stuffed her belly under the table and we had a beer. Like she had a beer too. You're allowed she's to like have one beer. And for, yeah. for twins, you can probably have two. Yeah, I reckon. Definitely. But are you attracted to her at all? Well, look, she's great. She's fantastic. She's also up the duff with a in a relationship with Yeah, twins. but you've got to think long term. Like she might change your life in the future. You might end up taking those twins on as raising them as your own <laughs> <laughs> alright no that's but no but yeah. so far but I'd already sound, met her doesn't sound good her. yeah um, sat around yeah got on the next plane uh, in my exit seat and sat next to an old couple nice how old was she uh, we're not making I'm not having kids let's put okay, it that so way we, yeah, yeah, perfect in, in the age group you can adopt so yeah, pretty much nothing happened. Then I landed at five past twelve. Five past twelve on the sixth of midnight. September. Yeah. Oh, so that's the day because it. Th- this is what I mean. Why the fly, fuck? But fly hang on. Yeah, Zealand? it's because you came from Perth. Because if you fly Melbourne to New Zealand, yeah. it's like a four-hour flight. Yeah. If that, and you're there before you know it. Yeah. Eight. And there's plenty of time to find the love of your life. Cooked it. 
should have gone so, to um, South Africa. Look, should have gone to Brazil. Um, you should have went to the States because that's basically you go back in and you give yourself yeah. a whole new day. Um, should have just flown the day before. Yeah, so look, turns out Marty Littlewood's wife's full of shit. Or did you miss her here? I don't know. Maybe she misinterpreted it. She might have misinterpreted it. It might have been the 25th. Maybe it's coming up. Maybe it's this week. Um, Not the 5th. Yeah, my my partner, Mel, she went to a... What do you call them? They're not mediums. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. She went to this clairvoyant that she'd been recommended in um, Melbourne. And and without any expectations, but just thought it'd be be interesting and um and some of our other friends all female by the way have done it so so none of none of my guy friends have done it oh (laughs) strangely enough but she she came back and the stuff that she told me was freaky beyond freaky like like beyond freaky so this guy is uh, how he does this he's either one of the he's either a great scammer and more power to him or he's tapped in to, yeah. to something it was freaky she's like you need to give me context here because I'm thinking she's rocked home she's like you jerked off with the tea towel didn't you yeah and you're like oh god no no just a bit look it's the same sort of stuff you know like just knowing the names of yeah. people in your family um, the weird thing that happened with her is that he kept saying this this nickname and Mel didn't know anything about he was like yeah no, look she's like I don't know what you're talking about but then goes home, talks to her dad, and his dad's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's my sister's nickname when she was growing up." She's like, "Wow, freaky, right? Wow!" Yeah. And then once you get one, you believe everything else. Yeah, don't but you? no, but this—that's yeah. the one thing that didn't connect. Yeah. And then she goes home and is like, "Oh, that's um, Rosemary's nickname." So freaky stuff. The guy's in Melbourne. I don't know his name, but you can go and see him. Like, fork out eighty bucks something, and then, yeah. Shout out. We'll I th- and you know what? Maybe who knows? Like I think if it's a scam, it's a great scam, and they're doing well. But um, we should do some readings. We should go and see this guy in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne next week. I'll go and see him and just say because I you couldn't get more of a skeptic than me. <laughs> no, no, it's certainly not. <laughs> but I'll go and I'll go and um have a crack. But maybe he's on like um maybe he's just got a full subscription to Ancestry.com and he just <laughs> goes through and <laughs> just checks your email. Yeah. Fuck, that's not bad, is it? Today, that would be so easy. You meet someone, even like, you know, Instagramming. I could walk down the beach, right? Where I've, I've done my little ride. I saw people taking photos of themselves. I could just get on the hashtags, oh, get yeah. on the logins. I could find those people right now. They're, they're just like dropping like rabbit turds of geocache little nuggets for people to look up. It's, it's crazy. Like, rabbit to geocaches yeah that's it i think that's it all a, over the you're place into maps, as we all you? are <laughs> you're, yeah we all are of oh, course right. yeah we're dropping yeah. little geo turds everywhere yeah geotag turds yeah that's good yep so we were going to talk about adventures this weekend was because you've been adventuring in new zealand and i actually have been adventuring in the uh, kosciusko national park kosciusko kosciusko which is the stupidest named mountain in Australia. <laughs> Why is it the stupidest name? Well, it's named after a bloke, isn't it? Miss Kuzhishko. Yeah. Look, somewhere. I don't... I've got my phone there. I could check. But every every other mountain in that range is a pronounceable, spellable, good uh, yeah. English name. Whereas the Kosciuszko, which is the highest mountain in Australia, is unspellable. Do you want to try and spell it? Yeah, I'll have a crack. 
Um, you'll have to look it up, obviously. Let me let me look it up quickly because I, I don't reckon you'll get through three letters before you get it wrong. Kozishka. I know that it's pronounced Kozishka. Right. So, Warren. K- K-O. <laughs> yeah, how do you spell Kozioska? K-O is correct. Um, now, is there... Oh, God. Yeah. I'll give you... All right, how about C? this? I'll give you three mistakes and I'll tell you it's wrong. C. Wrong. Oh, all right. Well, I was originally thinking S anyway. Okay. So, yep. K-O-S is correct. You've got two more mistakes to make. So, K-O-S-C. Yep. I. Yep. O. No. Fuck. C. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Is that I C? No. <laughs> that's me done. <laughs> yeah. You you got that's further than um. Kozishko. So it's K O S C I U S Z K O. Ah, the Z K O. The Z K O. Two thousand two hundred twenty-eight Zish- meters. Zishko. Yeah. But we actually went to the third highest mountain in Australia, which is Mount Twynham, which is um, further to the north. Um, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, you sound mad. That's where you you look like a, a seasoned alcoholic with your peeling red yeah, I've nose. Got a peeled nose, and I got frostbite and on. You've my gone toes. full noise. That's like that's full explorer shit, mate. You yeah. made it. You feel like an explorer. You're the Tony Bullymore, mate. That's the that's it. I'll set the scene. You know, you've made it when you got frostbite. Look, so two of my friends from Tassie were um, flying up to Canberra, and they both mountain bike a lot, so their fitness is is pretty good. And um, anyway, I, was, I picked them up from Canberra and um, we drove down to Jindabyne. But I was like, two weeks before, I was like, all right, I better start training. So I got home. I felt a bit sick that day. I had, my chest was feeling a bit funny, but I got home and I ran all the hills in, in Coogee. So I did 5Ks. There's a lot of fucking hills yeah, in Coogee. 5Ks of hills. All of them, yeah. I came home and I got laid on the couch and I'm like, oh, I feel... I feel horrible. Like, you know, you normally do a run, you come home and you feel good. I was like, I feel horrible. All the dolphins flowing through the body. Woke up. On point. Sick as a dog, but I had this like two-day work seminar thing to go do. So I got these, the codrules with pseudoephedrine in it and ate them for two days. So basically did speed for two days at work, came <laughs> home, just right off. Three days in bed with a horrible chest infection. Then I had to go to Brisbane for work, just sick as a dog, sick as a dog for, for a week straight. And that was my training. <laughs> Um, Resistance training That's what that is <laughs> Yeah It's just Because when you feel good Again you're like Man this is the best I've felt in years Yeah but what, So we drove to Guthaga Which is on the other side of the valley From Perisher And it's got lifts It's part of the Perisher Ski resort um, Went Went from there So it's a ski touring trip So we We toured from From Guthaga To the base of Mount Twynham We say ski touring As in like With Backpack with yeah, a tent in so it. Yeah, so tents and stuff. Skins on the skis. Skins on the skis so you can go uphill. You hit release the heel of your skis and up you go. And it's a, it's probably 6Ks to where we camped. Probably two and a half hour skin. And real and it compared to some of the other ones I've done, it's real winter because you're basically on the snow from the get-go and you yep. you go up the valley and then you head up the mountain and you probably gain five or 600 metres. And we c- you get up underneath Mount Twynham and Little Twynham. Little Twynham. <laughs> yep. And we set up, we set up, um, the weather was pretty nice, set up, set up the tents there. Set up eight, all right, so set up a tent. So in the group message before we go, Griggsy, who we went with, he's Is like... This male model of the, t- the yeah, year 2005, yep. Thomas Grigg. So you know Tom, because we went to Bali together 10 years ago. Um, there's a story time in there. 
more than that. Yeah, two thousand oh, nine, two thousand nine, ten years ago. That was Sorry, ten years yeah, exactly because yeah. Facebook told me. Oh, go on then. Um, anyway, I'll try, I'll, we won't jump into the to that story, <laughs> but we could story time it later. But anyway, we get up there, and the weather forecast was like it's going to be pretty good for two days. We're going to get some sun, then it's going to get a bit windy, and rainy, and then it's going to be sun again. So anyway, and and Tom has basically said, oh, I've got a three man tent. It's not that good, but we'll all fit in it. And I said, that's fine. We'll build a big snow wall to block the wind. Anyway, the three-man tent is like a proper three-man tent. Like so where it says three-man yeah. tent and it's, it means it's like... It's three gay men or, or one man, two ladies. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a porno tent. And es- especially no <laughs> if, if you've got ski gear, boots and stuff. If the weather's good, it's fine. You can do. Do you what have you want. packs like a hiking pack? Yeah, big big packs. Probably twenty kilos on our back to get up what to are you camp. Carrying? Well, tents, cookers, food, water. Well, tent singular. For <laughs> tent cooker yeah. singular. Yeah, um, yeah, just just that sort of shit. It's probably not. Oh, maybe fifteen kilos. Yeah. Um, I think Josh had twenty because he had a bigger pack, so we gave him more of the food and water. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't need to take water because you can melt snow. But it takes fuel. to melt snow, you need a lot of fuel, so yeah. you end up carrying fuel anyway. Yeah. And we've set up the camp and we got up to the summit of Mount Twinham and got got a little shredded line and Mount Twinham's got some, a couple of steep lines on it and it was pretty cool. We didn't ski anything too difficult that day because it had iced up by then. <laughs> um, next day, we headed out the back. So out the back, you've got some serious terrain. You've got Blue Lake, which is an old glacial cirque. Um, it's got some super steep stuff in it. You've got the Sentinel, you've got Carruthers Peak. And you've got Watson's Crags, and they're like the the best ski terrain in Australia, basically. Okay. And so, do you do you stay at in the one camp? Or yeah, so we just set up a base camp, so then we could lines. head out to these places Shit, yeah. with a light pack. Um, so you that's the skiing, is it? No one yeah. else out there. Um, no, there was so Saturday, Sunday, there was there was one group camp near us, and a couple of snowshoes and stuff. There's probably like four different camps out there. Uh, um, snowshoeing's cool, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Tom said the same thing. He's like, why the fuck would you come out here and not want to shred some, some lines? I was like, I'm, I agree with you and I disagree. Just with you. like strap tennis rackets to your boots. Yeah. Like pretend we're in a 1940s fucking black and white movie and like wander around. Ah, oh, it's very. Look at the weather. It's crazy out here. We're having a good time. We saw. There's this. <laughs> I don't remember what morning it was. I think it was the that morning. But a, a couple came by on cross-country skis. And if you, if you think snowshoes are stupid, cross-country skis... Way more are stupid. fucking way more <laughs> stupid. There's a guy with dreadlocks and his missus. And Josh is like, you watch these two. They're going to come and talk to us. Like, he doesn't want to, but she, I can tell, she fucking <laughs> wants to come and talk to us. And I was like, Josh, you're making some real big assumptions here. And then they got closer and closer and the guy was like... Head down, and the chick came over and was like, Hey, how you going? <laughs> I was like, Fuck, that was you're a genius, Josh. <laughs> and anyway, we talked to him. Yeah, well, you're nice because <laughs> we're yeah. nice people. What they had to say, what the fuck were no, they, they doing just there? like, she just wasn't, she was just stoked on life. She wanted to ask us about our wall that we'd built to protect the tent. Made sense. Off yeah. they went up Mount Twinham, and we look up, and she just keeps falling back down because it's icy as fuck in the morning. Yeah, and then next minute, she's heading back down the hill just like storming off <laughs> and he keeps going up and she's bailed that, that's that's mountaineering 101 don't don't split from the party well she's gone she's headed and like 
the six six k's home from there. And we ran into him later on on this random peak by himself. He followed us up that's, this peak. That's stupid behaviour. Yeah, it was really weird. What did he? What did he do when he got to the peak? He turned around and went back the way he came because we dropped into. So then that morning, basically, we went out to this peak, which we thought was one peak, and it turns out it was a different peak. But yeah. we'd picked the line, and it was flat light. So flat light is when it's um white on white. Yeah, white on white, and you just could not fucking figure out where you're going we skied a ridge in the end and we got down in this gully it was fun and I've, I've got photos of it it's actually a really cool line and it was fun but the boot pack so we had to we couldn't skin out because it was too steep out the other side mad dogs it was the most brutal boot pack of my life and mainly because my fitness i think but also josh was leading us he'd he'd follow the boot pack to to rock and and bushes because his boots were better for that but basically, you'd take us to the steepest part where there was no snow and then go up through there. Like, I've never been so so angry on a boot pack. I was just fucking swearing. And, really? And it was, oh, man. Yeah, but it, in hindsight, it was all my fitness that was a problem because I was coughing You're angry well. at yourself. Yeah, because I'd had that chest infection. I was yep. coughing. I've seen you throw a tanty off the top of the hill before oh, when we're in, the, we're in the States. It's... it's what was that bloody oh but that was a that chest mountain. infection as well oh, no. I couldn't fucking breathe there. and you're like I've got to get, I've got to drop altitude I've got to go home I thought I was dying that <laughs> yeah. was in Utah I was like fuck that I just paid for a lift ticket you've Do done you... one run I'm going skiing I, and fuck man I just remember the night before in, this is in Utah what you're talking about I was um, tripping balls that night I was that sick I was like um, who hallucinating you, oh yeah when you get real hot temperatures yeah, just, and just hallucinating like yeah. fucking crazy and then it didn't shit. help that when that, that mountain you go up and you go through a tunnel like you get onto a chairlift and then you stand on a travelator and go through a tunnel and you appear on the other side of the mountain it's like a fucking dream it's the weirdest thing I've ever done you must have been proper tripping for me <laughs> to want to go home at and that snowbird in Utah one of the great ski resorts in the world for me to want to go home, I was fucking in a bad way. Yeah. But boot packing out of this thing, I was chucking a tanty, but no one was there. I was fucking miles behind everyone else. So it was just just me chucking a tanty. And I got we got to the boys. and Couldn't um, keep up with the male model of the year nah. and the Norwegian. They were both legend. fucking freakishly <laughs> fit. And uh, yeah. normally I'm the fitter one. Yeah. So that was, it was good. It was hard lessons learned. But I stuck it out and we went. Anyway, we, we, we got out of there and then we went and skied Blue Lake. Blue Lake's amazing. It's it's people ice climb in there. It's probably one of the only really? places you can ice climb in Australia. Um, what you know, what, like, what it, so it's like a frozen waterfall. Like it is the lake it's a glacial cirque. Like, like what, a, a, what? It's like an old glacial cirque. You're, c- you're giving me hand motions. Yes, yeah, so the cirque is like the top, the head of a glacier that uh, it's like a uh, a U-shaped valley with yeah. very steep walls. So you got it's it's got probably the steepest lines you could ski in Australia, and right. and it's got ice climbing in there. It's a, it's not soup, not heaps of vertical, but it's amazing, and it's a lake, a frozen lake in winter. Dope. Really cool, really cool. Um, so we just skied one line in there. Anyway, then we we made our way back to the camp, and we were on the whiskies, and it was supposed to get super windy that night, so we built a big wall, and it fucking got windy. So the problem with the three man tent is just you can only get changed one at a time so it fucking takes a long time to get in there and then it was very cozy it was definitely three game man tent <laughs> but luckily we've known each other for a long time it's fine it's warmer you but wouldn't want a big tent you'd be huddled together and that'd be weirder no if you had we a, big had a tent, second tent for gear would have been good okay but if you had a big tent and you were all cuddled together at one side because it was cold yeah that'd be heaps gayer yep true 
And uh, as we talked about last episode, you can only call th- gay things gay, gay. And that would be gay. That would be gay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So not not being... I'm uh, learning. I'm learning. You're learning. We're all yeah. learning. Uh, so we got hit by 90k hour winds that <laughs> night, but the tent, tent handled, handled well. Staunch. Uh, woke up in the morning, just enough clear weather to have cooked brekkie before it fucking turned to shit and just started pissing rain and howling wind. Oh, rain on the top of a mountain. Like ice rain or just proper rain? A bit, bit of like rice, melt. bit of rain. And we had a little bit of rum left. So we we set up in the tent and we drank the rum. We were drunk by 10 a.m., <laughs> sober by 11. Do you get drunk at altitude? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so yeah. we're at 2,000 metres there. So That's pretty to, good. Yeah. That's good, you know. Yeah. And we sat in that tent for seven hours and my feet started getting cold there because my socks were wet so I, I i wrapped my feet in a thermal and then put a bread bag over the top and ke- that kept good. them warm for Very the day keep them moist that's what you want cold moist yeah but anyway keep about 4 p.m it cleared up briefly and it snowed about 25 centimeters so we got out and just did some quick powder runs just off the side of the mountain and were able to cook dinner and stuff which is pretty cool um and then Went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is it, it though. Like when you're out adventuring or camping, like a, the bluff trip that we did, it's like, what are we doing today? We're going skiing. We're going to entertain ourselves. We'll probably drink a tin. That's it. Like you don't, you've, you've filled the day. We filled the day. Luckily, we were able to get out for that ski in the afternoon or I don't think it would have slept very well that Did night. you bring cards or something? Were you not playing cards? We had cards. But we're just talking smack. Really? Yeah, you should have recorded a podcast. Doing, yeah, well, seven hours of smack talk from the tent with background. Luckily, rain we noise. could get out and cook the dinner and have have those ski those lines. And we talked about leaving. Like Josh, particularly, had talked about leaving before the storm came. And I was like, I gave him a pep talk because I, I kind of toyed little. with him as like, yeah, yeah, we could leave. But it's like we're not fucking leaving. Like, <laughs> I was like, look, we could leave, and then we definitely won't score powder. Yeah. Or we could stay and we might score powder. You never make any barrel that you don't pull into. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And he was inspired <laughs> by the pep talk. He's like, you know what? You've inspired me with staying. And I was like, well, we're always staying. <laughs> yeah. You weren't leaving by yeah. yourself, mate. I didn't take four days off work to fucking drive back down the hill, yeah. cunt. So he was probably wanting to go and chase that girl yeah. down the hill who's had a tanty. Yeah, the one that ran home. Yeah. It's like, well, her boyfriend's up here. He's going to be three hours behind us. And it was supposed <laughs> to be clear the next day. So it's dumped. We're sitting there. Anyway, wake up in the morning. This is the worst thing that happened to me is I couldn't get my ski boots on because they were frozen. <laughs> and I just couldn't get into them. And I ended up having to get the boys to help me. Lube you up. Basically lube up and get in. And I finally got it in, but I'd been trying that hard that my toes had gone to sleep. But I was like, fuck it. Who cares? We're, we'll ski this morning and um, they'll be fine. We're going back down. And it, But it was clagged in. I was just like, look, let's just let's just skin up to the summit. We had to leave by I think eleven to make sure we could get back and get back to Canberra for their boys to get their flight. So let's go and sit on the summit to the very last minute <laughs> to hope that it clears and we can ski something. Sick. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, we, this is I saw this I saw a snap of this. Yeah, this is on my Instagram. So we skin, we rock. skinned up. It's fucking couldn't see shit. It's fucking howling. Get there and we sit behind a rock on the summit. And it's like, it's not going to clear. <laughs> it's not going to clear, but we're up here. My feet are literally frozen. But I didn't. I thought that was fine. I thought they were going to come good. Yeah. 
Feet get cold. So That's we skied. We skied uh, back down the way we came. With, you know that zero visibility where you can't. Yeah, and the yellow lenses in the goggles yeah, you, do shit. You can't tell if you're going up or down. Oh yeah, yeah. And we did it skied powder, but you just couldn't really enjoy it because you couldn't see anything. And I got back down, packed the tent up, skied the next bit down in in that same conditions. We had to use GPS to find our way back home, basically. That's, that's pretty hectic. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's fine because downhill's home, basically. You can't yeah. fuck it up too badly. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, got back to the car and I didn't notice till the next day because we drove back to, this. I don't know if this is interesting to you, but how's this? We're up at 2,000 metres and it dumped snow. We skied down to 1,600 metres. It had rained. We drove down to 1,200 metres. It had snowed. So there was an inversion layer of warm air where it had rained. So it snowed up high and then it had snowed down in Canberra and in Goulburn which is Canberra's like 800 metres like, yeah so there's this crazy storm that snowed but do you reckon that's just layer. a valley that got yeah got it's an inversion got, layer in the valley yeah. yeah so it just got heat stuck in there super weird mate global warming it's all those all those house fires all those warming. like stoves and stuff you know people warming their cars <laughs> up sitting there that's what's done that anyway it's I'll finish the story because the, the finish to the story is I drove home went to bed woke up in the morning and I was like uh, Tom who was on the trip he sent a message like my, something's happened to the nerves in my toes and I was like dude me too I've got horrible pins and needles in my toes and then I looked at my toes one of them the tip just the tip just the, tip. <laughs> just the tips turned black <laughs> and the, the fo- so that's on my left foot the tips turned black and the rest are fine but on my right foot I've got pins and needles in every toe and I've still got it now um, five days later Does it, do you feel a bit hardcore though? You're I feel like, yeah, we like, like fucking living now. I'm, I'm like, a bit worried about the five <laughs> pins and needles, but I kind of feel like I'm ready for Everest. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> so I'm ready. Yeah. You know what? If we're gonna cut these f- fuckers off, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. I'll cut it off for you. Fuck, I know. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I'll definitely cut it off. Let's cut do it now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's cut them off. Let's no, I do. I do feel kind it of. It looks hardcore. pretty sh- like it's black. It's black. Yeah. I, I think it's dead skin that froze. Yeah, but that's frostbite. You just yeah, but I, def- I think it was pre-dead skin. Just, you know, like from oh, walking yeah. around barefoot. Yeah, but it wouldn't... No, because it wouldn't turn black without... If it was just dead skin. Uh, well, that's what I'd come up with. Because my boss today was like, have you been to the doctor? I was like, no, no. No, no, no. What? It's nothing to help it now. It's fucked. Yeah, it's I frozen. Like, I'm pretty sure it was already dead. I'll just keep socks on. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you've cooked that's, it. Whatever's yeah. done is done. As but long that, as that doesn't end up in your heart, you're fine. That's my adventure story. I think last episode we talked about hard lessons learned and I felt like I haven't learned hard lessons for some years, but that trip I've learned multiple hard lessons that I will I'll be better for next time. And one will be don't get your boots wet. Make sure you got enough dry socks. Um those fuck. hand warmer crack crack yeah. your hand warmers. Yeah. I always thought they were for pussies, but no. they are useful. The the warmer things that you yeah. crack, just Whack things them like in that. Your boots. Don't yeah. Don't fuck about when your toes are going to sleep if it's minus eight degrees. <laughs> yeah. That's that's good time. Yeah, it was fucking great. Good time. old skiing time. I like it. Like just being out mm. on the th- like and you do look at uh, like not looking down on people, but like, you know, people go to a ski resort and it's like, fuck, this is like this is the extremes. Where's the extreme? Let's go higher and further out and like, you know, within reason and I know you and I know the guys that you've gone with, like you have you would have had avi probes 
and things we with you. T- we took all like, the avalanche gear with us. Yeah. Yep. Tom had no idea how to use it. But wow, that's fine. Fuck it. You just ski off. That's, <laughs> but, that's but enough right at all. And we, we made just, yeah, like we... You made I think most of the people that go out there either have a good knowledge of it or the skiers anyway um, have avalanche gear because it's usually people that have been overseas. The people that don't are the ones that just ski out the side country of the resorts. Yeah. This, the difference... Maybe this might not be useful. Maybe you can cut it out if you want. But it's the difference between skinning and skiing. So the guys that are on cross-country skis, right, they've got a flat... The ski is not flat like a normal snow ski. It's got ridges on it. It's got, like yeah. A, like a serrated saw so that you can kind of push it back off it a little bit and then yeah, ski it's got scale. They call it scales. It's like a scale setup. Yeah, so scale setup. So that's... And they're really skinny and they're light and they're made for like racing, like cross-country running, cross-country yeah. skiing. Horrible for going downhill. Horrible for going downhill. No I've never edges. used them though. I know, I've never, I never will. No <laughs> edges on them. Boots, they're like... It, you don't, you're not strapped in at all. What you've got is a touring setup. So it's like your snow, normal snow ski, but you can take your heel off the ski. Yep. So that you can flex your, your toes. Yep. Pretty much. And then the skin, tell us what that... Yeah, so the skin is... It's a... It's a fake skin, but it's basically got all these bristles facing one way so that Like it a slides, velvet sort of thing. Yeah, like velvet. It slides forwards, but it locks into the snow uh, the other way and it's got a glue on the other side. So you basically glue it to your skis, yeah. but the glue doesn't stick to... Well, ideally, the glue doesn't stick to your skis. Um, and yeah, that's that's the setup. So and you put them on, go uphill with that. Yep, and then you get to the top, you take the skis off, you take the skins off, chuck them in your backpack, and then you've basically got an, a proper alpine setup to to sh- to shred, shred not to the nuts, lock those heels back in, and then you've got normal skis yep. again. So and then the other yeah. option is telemarks, where the heels always free. There was a couple of telemarkers up there. We met this this old crusty dude who was a legend. He was helping us out with that because because we'd not been up there before. Um, you know, the fuck, one of the reasons I think I got frostbite is because in Victoria, we always stay near huts. So you spend the night cooking your dinner and stuff in hut yeah, and you dry yeah. your gear out. But yep. I don't, that's really the first time I've done just... What you were saying for about feeling hardcore, that on the Tuesday morning when we're on the summit, I was like, there's no one else in the Kosciuszko National Park right now. Kosciuszko. 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 Like we're the only dickheads that yeah. are up on a mountain right now. And it's a good feeling. Yeah. Fucking oh. Yeah. It's like, yep, you might write this off as a dumb idea and we're not going to ski anything good, but at least we're the only dumb cunts what's up here. <laughs> You're the only cunt what was up there, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the end of my adventure story was, but. It's good. Oh. I, I liked it. I appreciate it. I've missed out on the snow. And of all things, I went to New Zealand, which full of snow. Full of snow? Full of snow. It's even like, the snow season. It's such a different country to hear, and that's so close. Can we s- just say we're going to get to your New Zealand adventures? But I just need to take a piss, so let's just have a quick, quick break. Tin. You get a count in. Oh yeah, do I have to talk to that tempo? Yes, you do. I don't know how to do. How many people would listen to the podcast if we spoke like this? I can't keep a tempo, so it's probably just gonna be you. Even though you said you can't keep a tempo, it sounded pretty good to me. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Mate, we're talking about New Zealand. It's a snowy, snowy... It's the land of the long white cloud and you've just spent... How long have you spent over there? A couple of weeks. And you didn't go skiing, but... Pretty much two weeks. Skiing's doubt, for fucking skiing rich there. people. I really liked your... Um, I really appreciated you... you um, frostbite story because we, we've been like putting in some hours mate it's only a small island but like putting in some hours driving and I've been on the dollop podcast and Douglas Mawson like people if you haven't heard of the dollop they're American comedians and they basically one of them tells a story from history true story to the other one who doesn't know anything about the story and he makes comment on it and they riff hilariously yep. about it and they did Australian tour, got Will Anderson in there as well and um, did some Aussie ones. So the, the Aussie ones are fucking brilliant because you'll know the stories. Yep. And my old next door neighbour slash mate, Maurice, he wrote f- one of their episodes. Sick. Does some, does some research. There you go. Yeah, but that. I don't know Ooh, which one. Oh. Anyway. Well, the, the anyway, they're, they're hilarious, but um, the Douglas Mawson one. Just quickly, Douglas Mawson, what yeah. dollar, what dollar. D- note is he on? He's on one of the notes, right? Oh, the Hunji, is he? He's on the greenback. Was it the old one? The old greenback, because he's got the headgear on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway. Factoid. Didn't tell us, didn't tell know us about... Anyway, oh, you, should watch, you should listen to that if that's a recommended podcast, because it is genuinely hilarious. There's a frostbite there. He, the guy... Oh, spoiler alert. The guy who he goes with dies, but before he dies, his fingers, he gets crazy frostbite, and he just turns around to Mawson and bites them off. <laughs> That, those old Antarctic explorers were just <laughs> absolute psychopaths. Because yep. you basically, you might you're basically gonna die, but that that was the golden age of exploration. It's wasn't all right it? though, because Mawson survived and then hooked up with old mates' misses, as you would. <laughs> I, I I already I know a, a present day story of of that happening, but I'm not going to go into it. So check out the Dollop podcast. I haven't really listened to it, um, but I think I, I'm going to because it sounds cool. After One Off The Wood, your next best road yep. trip in podcast, but if they, the language is loose. The references are mostly sexual. <laughs> uh, the content is educational. Though. It's a great way to learn history because you actually you retain it when it's yeah. funny. I know. Mercs. 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 History was yeah. sexual. History was the colonel. But was let, look, we touched was, briefly <laughs> on your... Your your trip to New Zealand and how you didn't yes, meet, meet the love of your life, but you flew into Christchurch. Um, is Christchurch still there? <laughs> Mate, I, I flew into Christchurch. I only had a couple of days there. I stayed with two pilots, um, friends of mine, two pilots, which thank fuck haven't listened to the podcast hey, after one of your <laughs> I was I was upset. Pilots. I was just grumpy that I think that was a post Red Bluff, wasn't it? Could have been. And I was, we just, were both I was grumpy. I was upset at pilots and doctors. I did go on a rant. And I've since... Look, I stick by it. I think they're glorified. We heavy might go surfing operators. with a couple of doctors on Sunday. So you oh, keep look, track. Doctors track are track. fine as well. But to think that... It's just a job, you know. It's just a job. <laughs> Takes you good places. Anyway, I stayed with them down in Christchurch. Christchurch, yeah, a bit of a weird joint. Because it's all like been rebuilt, obviously, in the modern era and not very high well because it was not that long ago that a lot of it fell it was over. eight years yeah eight years ago though and they're still rebuilding stuff and these anyway it was it was pretty cool down there but i went um the weather was fucking horrific it would it was a top of eight degrees for the three or four days that i was there like a top of eight degrees so it was cold cold yeah cold. You, you think like hobart 
is it is supposed to be miserable in winter, but yeah. it's not till you get to single digits and wet. Yeah. And New Zealand's got that, like Rain. Dunedin and Christchurch. Yeah. That's that's the miserable winter yeah. places. But it was good because it was like straight into it. And when you're there on holidays, it's like, this is fine because I don't live here <laughs> and I own warm clothes and it's novel to use them. And so I like to good, have good gear. So I just yeah. got out and sort of did stuff. Well, it's not like, like you thought you were going to the Wit Sundays either. No, that's right. I was ex- I was ready for it. But then I went, um, so it's a cool little place. I've made a point of drinking as many different tins as I could while I was there and sporadically. But hey, look, on the, the podcast is called podcast. One Off The Wood. So what are your top? Oh, yeah. Top tins. Top top tins. Top tin. What about the top tin tins in NZ Brew? (laughs) Brew, what's your favourite tonne? What's your favourite ton? They don't know what tins is for for starters. Fucking stupid cuts. Um, uh, Alright, so beers in general, Max, the Max range of beers, they're like a little creatures where they take over pubs or like a um who does oh james squire you know yeah, yeah. pubs yep. mate they're great all of the max mac phosphory s and they do all different varieties and they're very descriptive on the label as to what you might like in a tin yep big fan of the max range um panheads they're half of them are like a seven or eight percent though so they're hectic driving beers yep yeah uh, but uh, you know my genuinely my favorite beer if i was a kiwi I would drink Waikato Draft. That's the beer for me. That's the the Carlton. It's almost like the Carlton Draft. Waikato Draft, but a bit lighter, a bit more bitter. Yep. Four percent comes in a four hundred and something mil can. What about the Spates? Did you get? I had a Spates. It was all right. It was fine. And but did it, it didn't 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 no. uh, tickle the you know regions didn't a, didn't turn me off though. Very there, smashable beer. There's a, and similar to Australia, there's a lot of microbrewery sort of pails and things Huge. to grab yeah. hold on and a lot of good ones uh did you get into the scrumpies at all i i tried to i never finished a scrumpy because <laughs> i got <laughs> recollections of getting around the scrumpies when we we're there mate this the scrumpies they were the original fat little fat lamb that everyone's on these days which is like eight percent alcohol ten yep. bucks for the thing scrumpy cider was that they're eight percent and they're you know, it's a liter and a half for eight socks bucks or something. Off. Yeah, knock the socks right off. But no, I, I had I tasted a few scrumpies, but I never actually finished a bottle of one. I just couldn't get it. Anyway, the tins, Waikato Draft. It's got my vote. I'm yep. all about it. So there you have it. There's a tip for young players. If you find yourself in New Zealand, get yourself on the Waikato Draft because Waz yeah. says so. Waikato. I really struggled with the um, all the pronunciations around the place. But it was a sick little trip. We pretty much went there with no plans. Met up with Callum, who was on the podcast a few episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, so two episodes back, episode 15, Callum Binney. He's a bit of a fucking renaissance man and he's out there doing it. He's out. He's a funny guy. He's out, smash, just crushes mountains. Like, he's quite tall and he walks like a madman up, up hills. So as we're like... The, you know, when you and I would go boot packing or walking out that like, you're not challenging each other up the hill and you're not racing, but you know, you're not being the weakest link. Are you? No, but so you're putting in. I felt that so much on the way out of this Kosciuszko trip in that those guys were racing for sure, <laughs> yeah. but they went a wrong turn and I came down a different way yeah. and I was 10 minutes behind them and I came out in front. Yes. And then they just like, 
tore past me because they couldn't handle it. And I was like, <laughs> we're not racing, but we're definitely racing. We're definitely racing. Man, it's, it's good. It's good to push the limits. You need, it's that like yeah. alpha male, let, let your boys know. Let the boys, you don't, like you don't mean to do it. They're no, your mates, it's, but you, it's in you. It's in you to, yeah. And it's push hilarious. It. It's, you gotta, you gotta push the, but Kel, like we had a good pace. So put, putting all these hikes in, like New Zealand hikes are a bit like Tassie hikes where, the tracks often just go straight up a ridge. Yep. Just punch it straight up. And it's... So they're good. Big steps. And we were just, yeah, flogging it up these hikes. And I'm, I'm not cut out for Everest because I just break a sweat. At, like, the, the as soon as my heart rate goes up, I'm like... Yeah, but Everest, you just do one step every clothes. 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't just go... Oh. There's no way I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then slide it down on your ass. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty sick. But we just punched out a bunch of summits every day. I was like, right, what are we gonna do? Let's just climb. You see a walk, climb it up. Because New Zealand's such a cool country. There's the mountains are everywhere, and yep. so you can just see a sign and go go climbing. Find like 180 meter waterfall we saw on the last day. Like this mental sort of stuff. But yeah, pretty pretty good value. I yeah. was following you guys on the instas, and. Uh, what was the, uh, there was some waterfall where the track was closed and it was like, people have died yeah. going down here. Uh, you guys are, well, fuck you. That, that's, uh, <laughs> what so was it's that? Called, that? It's called Omanawa Falls. Omanawa Falls. Like Oman AWA for those, for everyone who wants to look it up. Oman AWA. Where are we? We're on the North Island somewhere. So North Island between Tauranga and, or Tauranga, Tauranga, I Tauranga? can't say all this. Tauranga? And Rotorua. Rotorua? Rotorua. I'll just say them in Aussie accents. Cause yeah. Tauranga and Rotorua. Rotorua. Yeah, between them. And the, so it's they call it, it's in brackets, the death hike. And basically, it's a gorge. Just like a really steep, 70 metre walls on either side. And a, mount, a waterfall that, when it hits the pond or the pool at the bottom, there's a big cave underneath it so you can go behind it and get your classic Instagram shot, yep. what have you. But there's a track that would go down. There's a hydro little facility down there, a real small hydro setup. So they've actually cut stairs straight through a rock, like drilled through this rock and then stairs out the bottom to get down there. But then that's blocked off, right? So the walking track to get in there was closed, I think, in 2018. And it's got ladders and things to get down it that have literally fallen off like rusted through or just broken so they're kind of resting up against where they should be and then parts of it are just it's all like clay and you have to climb up tree roots as handholds sort of things and so pretty hectic and we looked it up and we're like yeah we're definitely going to go and do this thing anyway because it's not signposted you walk down and you're like fuck we can't couldn't figure out how to get off like the bit that was closed like to that bit where you climb down the trees and things into it we walked down to an edge like oh this looks like a track and it was like at the end of a little zip line with that they were using as a winch to get things out of the hydro setup and you just stand and underneath you there's a little bush and then behind the bush is a 70 meter cliff and it's like oh fuck this is actually pretty hectic kind of place i was like we need to be don't fall a bit careful and then anyway we so we walked down and we went from from where we went down river because we couldn't find the place. So like, all right, we'll follow this cliff along down river and it'll, you know, we'll eventually drop some altitude and then get down. And initially there was like a bit of a path. You could see where people had pushed through the trees and things. So we're all fine. 
but as we went further and further it just like dissipated and dissipated until we got to kind of nothing and then at the edge and i was thinking in my head because i was like people don't this is definitely not the track. Like, you know, when you say like death hike, you know, you're yeah. thinking punters dying, There's right? There's some crazy hikes out in the world, but... This is not, this was not a yeah. track. You're like... We were in the middle of the bush, skirting at times, like a, a, literally a foot and a half wide, a bit of dirt that was on a slant and it's clay as well. So it's slippery. I'm like holding on to the ferns on the left of me and to the right is the cliff and you're just walking <laughs> across and once we got into the canopy it was all right and then we get down and we got to a point where it was like all right we've dropped a fair bit of altitude we're about 20 meters off the base i was like what do we do now and and looking down i couldn't see the track below us and cal's like just keen he's like i'll just i'll just look at it and he's like yeah yeah i think this is the way and he's hanging off a tree and these tree roots they're perfect for it they're all sticking out but they're all kind of they're not straight they've got edges and grips in them so you can get a really good handhold on each one yep and just lowers himself down this uh down this tree root about 10 meters lands at the bottom he's like yeah this is definitely good and i'm looking down i was like there's no way we're coming back up this because i might be able to pull myself up there but that, <laughs> there was no it's not with the re- reverse problem where you climb up something you're like how the fuck are we gonna get down it there was no way we were climbing back up were you just like so you're backing yourself there's a greasy there's another way up yeah yeah pretty much but we hadn't talked about that no <laughs> so we anyway, mentioned the wall <laughs> we got down it and we got to the bottom we got into the river and the river all the rocks are just like covered in moss like no one's walked on them it's pristine gully with these huge cliffs on either side, like both sides, kind of like when you come out of um, uh, out of the, the the tunnel into Milford Sound, and it's just like sheer cliffs on either side, but covered in ferns and just oh, it, amazing. You know, so we like hopping over rocks the whole way up. It took us even like fifteen or twenty minutes to get up the river yep. to it, and you get to this waterfall, and it is just unbelievable. Like no footprints around. Nothing there. There's a hydro set up and, and the old stairs that are all fucked and falling apart yep. on the right hand side, but just pristine and just you know. Jeez in your pants, beautiful. Like, like outrageous. It was <laughs> honestly, I'll, I'll, yeah, one of the craziest hikes I've done. What was it called again? Om- Omanawa Falls. Omanawa. But if someone went there, if, if one of our listeners went there, is there a way? Are you allowed to get down there or did you guys just go rogue? No, so it's all at the top. It's all like closed for your safety, blah, blah, blah. And the track, they get the, it, they're planning to reopen it, but it needs a lot of infrastructure work. Yeah. So we were thinking, when we got to the bottom, we we're like, there's no fucking way people come down the way we did. Like there were no footprints. Like we freestyled it into this thing. So I was like, there's got to be another way to get out. And we went, climbed up to where the hydro stairs were and climbed up them and then you could see like it was a well-worn path and eventually and found there's like a bloody walking track there with you know a cable on one side yeah. stopping you from falling off the edge I was like holy fuck what did we do like we that was absolutely that was literally yeah it's stupid behavior but you know we it's good enough. no it's, it's good behavior and then we went we, we climbed out that way but then even then we got lost at the top of it and had to bush bash to we found it we ended up bush bashing out you know, just following a ridge line and got to a property and then like skirted around the outside of their property and found the road and got back. But that it occurred to me, like, you know, people come to Australia and they're like, 
this place is full of stuff that can kill you and we all sort of write it off because it's what you grew up doing, right? Yeah, I, I had this conversation with someone the other day. It's like spiders and snakes, but they don't really they kill don't, you. They don't try and, and there's crocodiles, you. but they're up north, so and it's fine. We but don't have bears. It's not nah, that bad. <laughs> we don't have stuff that are actually going to kill you. But I reckon all the difference is it really clicked is like the bush in Australia is alive. Like you walk through the bush at chest height, just bush bashing through ferns and there's spider webs, there's reptiles, there's there's bugs, there's all sorts of shit. And it's not trying to kill you, but it's alive. Yeah. But in New Zealand, they don't have any reptiles. They've got a couple of little newts and geckos, but there's no reptiles. There's no little bugs. When, you, when you're when you in a freshwater river... They don't even have... Right? Um, like... There's no marsupials. Yeah, we ma- introduced the possums. Yeah, not, yeah mas- the possums have come from here, but possums th- there's, and there's rats. no like, rats. not marsupials, what's it? mammals. There's no mammals. Yeah. They're, well, what? Mammals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, birds aren't mammals, are they? No, birds, birds are birds. They're just <coughs> birds of birds. There's no native mammals, I don't think. Humans. No, 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 yeah, yeah. sure. Other than humans. Which are definitely not native. They. Well. What about they didn't, the Maori? They didn't evolve there. Like so they, they only, mate, the Maldives only turned up there 800 years ago. Down through the islands. Yeah, that's bugger all. The great migration, mate. Because they would be like, fucking too cold yeah. down there. You come from Tonga and yeah. Fiji. Like, why the fuck do we want to go to New Zealand? There's earthquakes it's got, all the time and it's freezing. <laughs> it's, got, it's a really fun... But so the landscape, like it was really striking how, uh, how new everything is because it's all clay hills. And so it's raining and the hills are like falling yeah. apart and... Well, because it's, it's like the Himalaya. It's a fresh, fresh mountain. It's fresh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not like Australia. It's like we've got old as fuck mountains. Especially Western Australia. That's 350 billion years old. Hey, don't billion look at me million. as if I should do the answer to that. The difference is only three zeros, but there's... It's a lot... It, it, anyway, WA is some of the oldest land in the world. So when you see a waterfall, it's it's cut through a rock and it might have cut through the rock you know hard rock 10 20 meters or or you know look at the Karajini national park and you're like 50 meters it's cut through but in new zealand it's just barely even washed the surface off a rock and the soft rock so it's it was really like striking you know the mud slides and things like that but yeah i kind of it was nice to bush bash and have it's like you, you almost i don't know it's like easy it's just quiet bushes like yeah. nothing's here this is weird I was, I was talking about this. Um, oh, I forget what I was going to say. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quiet bush. Anyway, it was sick. Cut that part. That fucking <laughs> no, that's not, don't cut it out. Don't cut out my stupidity. Um, but yeah. it, it's just like the glacial times of of Tasmania and of um of Blue Lake and stuff that I was talking about. It's it's not that many thousands of years ago. It's actually not that long ago that that it, that we had these glaciers. Um ten ten thousand years, right? Yeah, Last yeah, which 12, we think yeah, is not it? it's not like it's not millions of years ago. It's twelve thousand years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um and New Zealand's fresh as fuck, right? And uh, it reminded me of Nepal we're talking about um, this with the guys the other day, and um, like Nepal had that big um, earthquake uh, a few years ago, which which fucked up some shit. Like a lot of people died in Kathmandu, and a base camp in um, Everest got fucking annihilated and stuff. 
But even without earthquakes, it's so unstable. It's just like piles of rocks yeah, and shard, shard and like stuff. Sh- and, yeah. and New Zealand's the same. It's like you can walk up a little pile of shard and stuff falls everywhere. Whereas Australia, most things are pretty well settled. Especially the granite stuff that, you know, around southern Victoria yeah. where I grew up hiking. and Yeah, you don't get big landslides yeah. and avalanches and shit. They got a bunch of rain. Like, not, not a crazy, not even really reportable amount of rain. And the Coromandel, where we spent the last couple of days, closed. Because the mudslides closed the road. Like, just fell across the road. Yeah, and which then, is it's just a sign of some, some young... Yeah, yeah. Um, geomorphology, or whatever you want to call it. That I'll go with that geomorphology. Yeah. That um, so the last hike we did was pretty sick. The pinnacles on the Coromandel. So you know what else makes New Zealand sick, right? Is the whole geothermal stuff. Yeah. Like fucking hot pools. If you're gonna have, live in a cold country, have it's hot like, pools. But this place is hot. Like. You know, if we're thinking of some greater power that's creating land, it's like, no, well, mate, this place, it'll be sick. It'll be like Australia, right? But with nose deserts, but, um, you know, colder, big mountains. Yeah. It was like, well, that's fuck. Let's just go to Australia. It's a bit warmer. It's like, all right, we'll make it, we'll make hot pools everywhere. We'll put spas in around the place. It comes with the territory Genius. though, doesn't it? You got, if you want um, young fresh mountains, mountains young yeah. mountains, you get hot undergrounds. <laughs> what? We do. It's like it's it's that's part it comes part. Of, yeah, there's hot. There's a joint called Hot Water Beach on the Coromandel, and it it is the beach. You dig down, and hot water comes out of the ground at sixty and sixty five degrees in these two different spots. I saw I saw you doing this on that's on the Instagrams. That's a that's really what's warm the temperature? Water. Sixty Whoa. is one of them, and sixty five, which is way too hot to like. like you, it's too hot to question, stand. Question: That's in. an ocean beach. It's an ocean beach. And, and you dig down there. to the water table, it's yeah. hot. Yeah. So what but the they, ocean's cold? The ocean's cold. So what they do is you have, you actually dig kind of near the edge of the water so you can get ocean water into your hole at the same time to mix it so, so you can hot. lie in it. So it's too hot. Because we dug a hole because they recommend go there at low time. Here's a tip for, for um, people traveling around the Coromandel. Go there at high tide because it's still there. You just dig further back and the water table rises with the high tide yeah so you you dig less yeah you dig less but it comes up and you get like crazy but it's too hot we couldn't actually sit in the spa that we dug because it was 60 degrees (laughs) i could barely stand it yeah a couple of minutes thinking like japan is full of onsens and some of them are just outrageously hot like 60 degrees sort of stuff you can get in them but but quickly and then out. Yeah. No, I don't know. Get in really slowly. But I don't think of Japan as being... Like, obviously, they got crazy earthquakes and stuff. But they don't... Like, oh, actually, you know what? They do have some pretty crazy mountain ranges. Crazy. That similar to New Zealand. Apparently, the southern part of New Zealand has the fastest growing mountains in the world by a long way. Really? However, because they... The, the type of rock that it is, it just falls off. That They're yeah. not actually growing any higher... They, the tops of them keep yeah, falling off. Yeah, they keep knocking the top off it. Yeah, just smashing Because the, the Himalaya are growing as well, but I mean, it's yeah. the same thing. Like, just going to erode down. Falling down. Dears. No, it was, it was a good little trip. We punched out a lot of hikes. I was feeling it in the legs. That's actually what's got me frothing 
this week. We're not asking you that. But that, well, fuck, all can right, I, I'll come back to it. Can I swing around, like, um, oh, I just thought of, you were talking about climbing down into that, that lake. Omanau Falls. Omanau Falls. And it just reminded me of a kite trick I did back in the day where uh, I went with Josh, the guy I just went to Kosciuszko with, and Tommy G, but a different Tommy G than I did this this trip with. Anyway, we got told we we were going to paddle the Huon River from its head to Huon to down to. Was um, it Huon? Oh, that's south. Yeah, south of Hobart. Um, it's a it's a well known river, but um, we we're going to paddle it from its head down down to the Picton River, which is is down in Huonville. And uh, but you got to walk in there. And Josh got told by his boss, he's like, "There's a creek that runs down. It looks like it would go straight to the river. Don't take it." walk a bit further and walk a, a different way and he kind of got given that information and then we walked down there and we camped the night just before it and josh is like oh we should just take this creek down it looks like the quickest way down <laughs> good <laughs> so fuck yeah and so it just reminded me of you talking about going down into that thing so we we dragged out we had kayaks with us and we went we dragged down this creek and then there's a one foot drop dragged it down that went a bit longer then there was a two foot drop Went a bit further, there was a four-foot drop. A bit further, there was an eight-foot drop. So we're t- passing boats down. Went a bit further, there's a 15-foot drop. And we're like hanging off trees and shit, ha- handing kayaks down to each other. Get to the next one, there's like a six-metre drop. And we're just trying to figure out how the fuck we're going to get kayaks down, thinking that there's going to be another bigger drop. And it was the same thing. We're climbing down these trees to get down these waterfalls with no possible way of getting back up. But we're just like, we've come too far. We're invested now. <laughs> we've got to go. Anyway, we get, we, it took us down to the river. It was scary as fuck. We got down the last like six metre drop. And Josh was like, yeah, yeah, that reminds me. Graham said that no, don't <laughs> go that way. So like, what the fuck, man? Good one, Josh. You've got a bug on the side of your head. I don't know Did where you just make me hit myself? No, there's a bug there. You Is got it still him? there? No. I've nailed it. So now I've got a dead bug on my head. Potentially. I don't Squash. know where they're coming from because I've shut all the doors. Did you open the window in the other room? Mate, I'm covered in sand fly bites. New Zealand. From New Zealand. That's the only thing. They won't kill you, but they fucking make you itchy. Take some antihistamines. The, I escaped pretty well by wearing my business socks. my Actually, my all-day socks that I wear to work because I could pull them up. And they were all-day socks. But they, the last day, we got midges in the car on the drive back to Auckland to the airport. And the couple of midges in the car just chewed my legs up while I was driving it only takes it one in the car doesn't oh it oh man mosquito or I was so so over it so I scratched myself like a leper the whole way back to Australia and then felt like a criminal going through customs once well, again mate play, sounds like good adventure times in in New Zealand um, I've just got a little question for you because I know t- today um a lot of the schools in Australia went. They went on strike for climate change. So, the kids, <laughs> they took the day off school. They went marching in the street to say no to climate change. Did they change it? How'd they go? Well, did it work? Did the climate change fairies stop? It feels pretty warm out there. You know what? They should all move to New the Zealand. It's fucking cold. Down it might there. have worked because this morning, it was. It was sort of mid-twenties, 
pretty yeah. sunny. And then by this afternoon, it was pretty cool and windy. So might have worked. It might have worked. I bet yeah. the kids in Christchurch didn't march against climate change. I bet they were well in school crossing their fingers that the place starts heating up and fucking freezing there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. What, what do you think? What, what do you think the kids about up to? What do you think about the kids doing that? Because I know you're you're upset with the kids. I was upset. To be honest, I've followed zero news. I've had a full checkout from emails, news, everything. When well, I got I'm, Wi-Fi, I'm telling you the news. I'm just thinking, like, what do you think about that? I I don't get it. To be honest, I don't understand. Like, sure, you'd take a day off school to go and you know wander into the town, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd take a day of school for anything back in the day. Like, any- do you think? Okay, they're, so their point, right? This is what I assume, is that they're like, we care, we're making a stand, we need to do things about it. Let's do more things about it. We can't vote, but we're the future. It's our world. Hey, adults. Hey, adults. Sort hey, it out. Teachers, leave our planet alone. Leave them kids alone. Dem, dem, dem. Yeah. Yeah, Look, you haven't watched the news, but you seem to get the gist of it. So. So, are, are we not paying attention to climate change? Is that it? Are we not? Pay, are the politicians not paying attention to it? I think everyone's paying attention to it, but there's look. I look. I'm with the kids, you know. I bet I think, you are. But <laughs> yeah, I was down there marching with the kids. No, I, I don't know. Like, what are you gonna? Yeah, like I think as a kid. Maybe they think it's a it's an it's an emergency that can't be sorted in five or ten years or fifteen years or twenty years. You know, it's like oh, we got to do something now. But the real the problem is that like you can't just. It's a big ship. We're driving a big ship, and you want to turn the ship around. Fucking takes a long time to turn it. You know, you got to fucking slow the cunt down and and turn it around, and it takes a lot of <laughs> a lot of people to. Uh, to be on the same page and it, it's just not going to happen and this is going to make zero difference to what any country does on climate change. I think the only thing that makes difference is economic stuff, right? I, just, uh, I fucking I listened to this guy on the Rogan podcast the other day and he was saying that wind and solar is just not going to cut the mustard. I just can't buy that, like... I feel like it it would cut the mustard, and I feel like if governments are too tied into a uh, to to oil and gas, then fuck the governments. Like just just go private with your with your solar and your wind. Like you don't need to listen to the governments fucking telling you how to create your energy. Create your own energy. Put a solar panel on your roof, and you can fuck the electricity companies right off. Until it gets tough. Till now. No, because here's the and thing. And then you got a battery power. Yeah, you invest so yeah. in capitalism and then it gets taxed because no, it's so an alternative to batch, battery power, government but, power but, stations. Yeah. But look, the best best way well, there's two best ways of making power in my opinion. One is hydro, right? Yep. You need rain for that shit. Yep. And the other one's nuclear, but you need to fucking have your shit ducks together. in a row on that. Because yeah. <laughs> we've all seen Yeah. I just think there's nothing stopping you using 50% of your solar or your wind to pump water yep. up a hill, yep. which is a battery, essentially. Yeah, it's kinetic energy Yeah, and or potential energy. So. Anyone that yeah. tells you that, the, oh, the technology is not there, the battery technology is not there, is full of shit. You've got your own battery. Like, talk to every fucking plant on the planet. What are you, what, what are you eating? How many plants are you talking to? 
Talk to every. Hey, mate. I've, every talked one to, of them. I've talked to a few plants, but go and talk to any plant on the planet. And say, what's for breakfast? What are they going to say? Sunlight and carbon dioxide. Shit in the air. And yeah. A bit of nitrogen. No, but they're basically eating yeah. sunlight, right? Yeah. F- and the sun yeah. is. Yeah. Look, and t- the sun is there. It's doing it. You know. So on that point, right? Making energy. We have not, as a human race, we think we're killing it, right? We're dominating this place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heads up. Yeah. Not synthesized a single molecule of wood, of timber. But we can't make wood. But so we, we can't. Can, yeah, I see what you like, mean. Like, and, and I think we can synthesize plastic. Because massive industry in New Zealand is timber industry. They grow in pine, exporting it. Saw some crazy redwoods and a lot of the playgrounds and like the the infrastructure like to they have a lot of rain right to divert rain in channels it's all made out of timber and it's like timber's sick timber and leather they're the greatest rubber like, rubber rubber they that's a, also another industry from New Zealand yep rubber gum rubber trees gum rubber, trees rubber trees gum yeah something around that but it's it's grown so but it's grown we, exactly we, you can't synthesize timber but we can grow timber. Why aren't we like growing houses then, mate? Why aren't we like... We are growing houses. No, we're literally like... We changed the DNA of some plant. We're like, right, here's the footings. We put, we put them there. We give it light, which comes naturally, or we can artificially give it light, give it water, carbon dioxide, what it needs, and it grows into a fucking house. That's the sort of shit I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay. It's like, boom. Yeah, your house will be here soon. You want to talk about capital, capital uh, gains, capital investment? Grow it's a like, house. Buy a property. Grow a house. Come back in five years. Boom. House. I had a um, Uber driver who's a young Uber driver the other night. I was drunk. And he, he asked me what I do for a living and I tried to explain it to him. I said I work for a fucking large supermarket company. And uh, he started telling me about he's keen to get into diodes. So there's these certain types of lights that, that are really good for um, for growing stuff indoors. Yeah, it sounds like, like a fucking like you're a fucking pothead, stoner, mate. Yeah. But he took offence to the to oh, that, and um, he, he was like, "No, no, I want to grow veggies and stuff." So, like, right, oh, pothead. Yeah, but um, anyway, he inspired me. I was quite drunk. Is that time. hydro or hydroponics? Hydroponics. So, so that's, that's no dirt. Hydroponics means water, no dirt. Yeah, you and use you, light you, and water, but and it's fake light. You don't need. You the don't sun. Need real, yeah, yeah, but you, you don't need real sun anyway. I mean, that's what they do on the footy ovals and things. Anyway, look, the kids are out there. They're marching. I think we're on their side. But at the end of the day, there's a lot more to it than I'd just taking a day off school, you fucking little shits. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think that, like, looking at how long we as Homo sapiens have been around, humans, been around for a long fucking time, and we've seen ice ages in and out, in and out. It's just fucking cane another mozzie. It's the same. What are they doing? Is there a window know? open in here? Because I shut every window when I went. Did you open a window in no, your bedroom? I haven't, t- I haven't opened a window. Dead mosquitoes. I think it's the same me. one, unless you've brought some bloody New Zealand midges with they you. They don't have mosquitoes like that in New Zealand. They've got sand is. flies. Yeah. They're fucking... Anyway. Um, what was I going <laughs> with that before the, <laughs> mo- before the monsoon mosquito who's only come down I to these know. parts recently? The You're saying humans have been around humans for a couple of Humans have been around for a fucking long time, right? Ice ages Not with iPhones, though. Not with iPhones. This is our first ice age coming with an iPhone. (laughs) It is. At least we'll be able to document it properly. Although Mm. data won't won't, um, last through the big freeze, will it? Or the big heat? Well, it depends. I don't know if clouds can handle the freeze. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Look, the, the, what's your point? What's my point? Fucking chill out, mate. It's gonna change anyway. Let's let's just get ready to adapt. Start the migrations. Get away from sea level. If you're complaining, because if your house is at sea level and the sea level is gonna rise, instead of saying, "Hey, rest of the world, listen, all of you, 4.8 billion people." I live at the water's edge because so it's on. fucking sick. Let's just sick. say that you are the Maldives right now. Yeah, and it's like, it's sick down here. It's real good. But if you could, like, turn your just stop off. polluting because otherwise I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Atlantis soon. Hey, China, can you turn your air conditioner off? Because mm. I'm down here at the Maldives and it's fucking beautiful, but the water is going to swamp my house. I'll give you the tip. Start moving uphill now. If you can afford it... There's no uphill in the Maldives. So f- <laughs> it's like you got to go elsewhere. Start fucking dig up your neighbor's house and make yours two-story because you need to start doing that now. And you know what will happen? They close down a suburb. They'll close... Somewhere will be like under the water level, whatever. And people that can't afford housing will move in there. And houses won't be able to be insured. They'll move in out of necessity because that's how markets work. If free markets where people want to live there, they will. And they'll go and live there. What about and they're going to go underwater Was, and that's fine. What about this, right? Move now. So here's how you fix the one percenter issue, right? So capitalism is is good, but it's a bit fucking skew if at the moment in that the one percent gets richer, the ninety nine percent fucking stays about the same, the middle class starts to disintegrate, right? Anyway, these one percent motherfuckers, they're living on the coast of Sydney, they're living on the coast of California, they're living on the coast of the East Coast. As the water rises, they, they, the property they own becomes worthless. And then your fucking poor middle-class workers back from the coast become the new 1%. We we'll shut them down. And we shut them down. Until they move to their ski we drown chalets. Them. Oh, there they got ski, ski they hills. Got ski. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Fuck! Damn these Moving bloody whistler little motherfuckers. People like going on about waves and things are not going to work. Think about waves like Express Point, Phillip Island, only works on a high, high tide. Yeah. Or like three quarters tide and above. Well, I mean, you can surf it at other times, but best three quarter tide and above, mate. When that sea comes up, that place is going to be on all the time. Yep, there's no. going to be waves that I've I've thought about that. There's going to be you say, like, oh, we're going to lo- we're going to lose waves. Yeah, we're going to lose. waves. We are going to lose waves. We're going to gain waves, but definitely. Oh, look, I think I think from the surfing point of view, it evens out because here's a problem, right? The west coast of Tasmania has too much. Um, uh, what do you call it? Tasmania continental. Yeah, too no, <laughs> too much inbreeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, climate change should sort that out. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> no, it's like there's a continental shelf that goes out a long way. The waves slow down a bit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I always thought, oh, the the ocean's going to rise. We're going to lose some waves. We're going to gain some waves, but it's going to be shallow in front of them. But it's actually going to be deeper. Yeah. In some places. Yeah. So if anything, we're going to get better waves. Yep. Same same in WA. Hopefully, rottenness goes under. Put Rottnest under and it becomes one big A-frame. Yeah, thinking. where I live is up a little hill. I'm going to have a point break out the front of my house. Yeah. I, saw, I, I grew up in um, northern suburbs of Hobart in the river. And Mate, I've, I've had dreams my whole life of waves breaking out the front of the um, Mount Faulkner Scout Hall and, and near the bridge. Near It'll the, happen. Near the Tasman Bridge. And I reckon that's me seeing the future in my dreams. <laughs> Could be. A, A was. Yeah. 
What's got new frothing this week? <laughs> I feel like we both frothed out on the outdoor activities. This has been a, into- a big froth episode, but we've got we've got to bring it up. Let's froth. We've got to bring Do it you know an my cumulative froth? Because I'm an hour falls climbing mountains, hanging out with Cal was just sick. Getting inspired to be legend, doing good stuff. Episode fifteen, if you want to hear from Cal, doing good stuff like that. And do you know what actually is? My frothing is like the rig feeling fit again. And testing out and pushing yourself up hills and you know you know like every hike in around the world you go on it says this hike takes two hours and you know you can do it in an hour. Yeah, you, you have it basically. You have it. You yeah. basically have it. And in New Zealand, that's pretty hardcore because it's mostly stairs for mo- you know one way. And then we were punching up these things and then running down most of it because Kel's like, oh, we'll just get a little jog on. And so you're racing each other down like running down hills. The rig feeling fit. It's good. I've I've had a bit of a bit of a fat, I reckon, eighteen months, and I'm back on board. <laughs> and I'm like just getting out and doing stuff. Yep. And I feel I probably because I haven't been on a bull in two months. So it's probably uh, wait, climbing hills is better than riding bulls. Yes, it's good to keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep the body guessing though. I'll jump on a bull. Jump on a bull if you got to. Can so I just that's say what got something? Me frothing. That's a good thing to get frothing. Yeah, climbing hills, feeling good, getting the rig going. But I saw something on Callum's Instagram, which made me question everything I know about you. <laughs> go on, go he, on, w- he was driving the vehicle yeah. and there was a young oh. man in the passenger seat, asleep in the passenger seat. And we've said it on this podcast before, if your mate falls asleep in the passenger seat, he's not your mate. What happened? I, did, I didn't have any other... Uh, there, there was no one else to take my place. I no. DJ'd. I'd sorted out. I had a podcast running. I was tired. He tired me out. You fucked up. Yeah, I just want to tell you what. Cause, uh. Where, when was that? I, I, I almost fell asleep a second time. I was very close. Uh, and I battled it real hard. And we pulled into town and Cal literally Pulling said, get Cal's it. like, should we just, should we have, have one off the wood in town? You know, just done a big hike. Have one off the wood. And we're both like, spent drank on this hike so it was a nine hour hike we took a liter and a half of water each we fucked at the end we both fall asleep we ended up settling on a coffee we had a big long black instead and then i, just, and I drove to Auckland. didn't but, do it again but Once. you gotta you gotta admit there's no excuse for your behavior no, yeah there's no excuse so i wrote back to callum because he must have been driving when he took the photo of you yeah, and was. i said shit bloke <laughs> yeah and he wrote back fucking pretend colorblind cunt <laughs> <laughs> whilst driving I, I whilst I driving he texted to me fucking pretend colorblind cunt I tried to explain to him what colorblindness is but that's a time for another time yeah look we had, we've had old arguments you're, you're in the years. wrong there you're in the wrong can't see the reds on the greens it's a simple thing what's got you frothing Andy look I'll keep it short we talked about Kosciuscope and we got up there and we didn't really get the weather we wanted and we skied a couple of things. But I got eyes on some some big, big lines out there. There's, it's serious. Like there's some big lines, the Sentinel, Watson's Crags, back of Carruthers Peak. I reckon there's 10 years of fucking... 10 years 10 of years. Well, look, I'm just thinking... Well, I, you got to wait for snow. Sk- and yeah, skiing right in Victoria. Yeah, there's things on Feathertop I've not skied. Bogong, I've been out. I've probably... There's 10 years of lines to chase out there. You're going to run out of toes, mate. 
Not going <laughs> to run out. Oh, yeah, I have no toes left. No, I won't be getting frostbite again in Australia. <laughs> Only a dickhead would get frostbite in Australia. But there's big lines out there and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back out there because that was a learning trip and fuck, I love that shit. But I wouldn't mind heading to New Zealand to get some big lines maybe next year. Heaps, heaps of times. Can I, um, my, I did have a, a moment that I wanted to share with you on, Please, um, when yeah. I was in Christchurch, I went mountain biking. So I was pissing rain and cold and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go mountain biking. This, it's called Adventure Park. Go there. Well recommended. They yeah. didn't have a lot open because as soon as it opened a couple of months later, it burnt down and they had bushfire it burnt down. And so they've only oh, opened. Christchurch had a Fucking Christchurch had a kind of a time. And they, they, um, so I went anyway, it was pissing rain and there was only blue and black runs open. I have been on a dual suspension mountain bike in a long time and I'm not much of a mountain biker, but I do like a bike. Yep. And uh, get off the top and the guy's like, yeah, you just go down here, blah, blah. And the first bit, I've literally been on this bike for maybe a hundred meters from where I hired it to the chairlift and then at the top. I was like, all right, here we go. And it's just switchbacks, like, you know, big berms one into the other to drop a bit of altitude, then down over a roller and then switchbacks. And I was like, and clay switchbacks, not timber. I was like, all right. Clay's good. Clay's not good when it's raining and it's been raining all night. <laughs> biking's not good when it's raining, full stop. And I was, anyway, I came into the first one. I was like, holy fuck, I'm out of my league here. I was like, what? Like, not thinking that. And I was like, what am I doing? <sighs> proper, proper, like, second guessing myself. And I was like, no, no, I've got this. I'm all right. First one, second one, third one, got caught on the off camber, dropped the bike, slid in, slid around the corner, just caught the bike before it went down the hill. I was like, holy fuck, I've just, I've just paid a hundred bucks to do this for the day. I've hired a bike. What am I actually doing here? And then in that moment, I had flashbacks to every girlfriend that I've ever taken skiing or surfing who's looked back at me and been like, I can't do it. Yeah, like, I can't do it. <laughs> it's like, and me, and me just going, <laughs> just looking at me, like, fucking hell. Up. All you got to do is stand up and do this and do this. And it's, look, it's just the water. You're not going to die. You're not going to drown. And I had these like flashbacks. I was like, right, pick the bike up. <sighs> Deep breath. I pictured me yelling at me. Yep. You know, trying to be encouraging, but actually being really patronizing. And then got on it, went down, fell over again. Not, when Did I, you cry? I didn't cry. There's no tears. sex with yourself. <laughs> 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 fell over. I got almost made it down. The first run, I fell off twice. And then right at the end, I came around the last bit and I could see the bottom of the chairlift. And I was like, all right, I've made it down. We're good here. And there's a few people down there. It was like, opened up the brakes a little bit, got a bit of pace on, and because it, it's still rainy. Again, off camber, slipped, pulled pulled the front wheel back onto the track, and when it gripped, it ripped me into the inside wall of the hill, and it just hit the inside of the wall, and I did a full front flip over the bike. <laughs> and just slid down the track, and I'm trudging up, and I just, just let these kids pass me as well. I was like, oh, this is fucked. I feel your pain with that, that mountain biking shit. Like, it's fun when it's it's flowy and green. and Yeah. But but you, this it's was, a step up. It's a proper step up from straight and into... That analogy of taking your girlfriend skiing, that's just opened my eyes. Oh, man. I was fully... By, by myself, I fully had a moment. I was like, wow, I've... I see what's going on there. But then I sacked up and I 
hit a few more runs for the day and I was cooked by the end of it, but I didn't fall again, which I was pretty pumped about. Good work. Dave. No, it's a good time. Hey, should we pull the pin on this tonight? Yeah. I think we might we might try and get another episode in while you're uh while you're here, if we can find someone to talk to. What are we gonna listen to music wise tonight? Some Kiwi band. Some Kiwi, Kiwi band. bands. Yeah, I've got Kiwi bands. It just depends how like how far we go with it. How Kiwi you wanna get. I can't think of any oh well a bit of Lord, the obvious one. So you got oh, fuck Well Fat Kiwi. Freddy's drop would be my choice. Of course. Um or the black seeds. The black seeds. No Kiwis. Are we what are we doing with music now? Are we just giving bands a shout out and a thumbs up and being like, Yeah. No, like Woo Thanks for the tunes, fellas. I think no one's called us out yet. Right. So I reckon we just keep keep living the dream as you do. Um while, while you look that up. You know up. what? Now fuck it. I'm going to play The Black Seeds. All right. Sick. I can't think of the name of the song though. Fuck. Tell my head to stop. While, while you look up the name of the song, I just, I've noticed that, um, I haven't seen this before, but you're rocking a bit of a mustache these days, Andy. You've got a bit of a, you've left the look, the, the mow a bit longer and we look like bloody brothers in we arms do. here. We look like brothers. You <laughs> mentioned it months ago and I was like, you know what? I like that look where you grow the beard, but the moustache is longer. The hidden moustache, the, uh, the um, Donovan Frankenrider. Yeah, the Donovan. Yeah. It is. And I talked to Mel about it. She was like, don't do that. And I was like, well, I'm fucking doing it. Is what this you? because when Mel, <laughs> when I told you after fired a fork with Harry and I was like, yeah, yeah, you got to shave right up to the crease in your chin yeah. and do this. And then you did it. And Mel's like, what the fuck have yeah, you done? What have you done? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just I'm rocking it, you know. I got no hair on my head, so I might as well fucking go all out with a moustache. It's good. Oh, I like it. I'm I'm all about the hidden moustache. Hey, we're calling it. Can I just say, if you've come to us from Fire to Fork, thanks for coming over and welcome. Um, if you've not given us a rating on on your uh, podcast app, jump on and give us a one star rating or a five star rating because that that helps us. Um, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, get around the Instagram. We one try off to, the wood. And, and tag it. If you take one off the wood at the bar, yeah, take a photo, whack it on your story, tag yeah. us in, tag and us we'll in. repost that shit. We like it. It's good yeah. getting a few in from around the place. I Damn like straight. It. And I'm going to try and play some Black Seeds on the way out. This is probably the, the biggest band we've tried to play, so if we get pulled down, fuck them. Fuck <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is the Black Seeds. Turn right. it around. Hooray. Yeah. Hooray. Seem to make you shiver with
Because it's only gonna bring you down And baby, if you only knew that Cause I couldn't 